come as we see him on Gilligan's Island, where every event is in action-packed color, such as championship soup tasting, speed waiting, co-ed wrestling, the longest high jump, the shortest head punch, ballroom dancing, that champion freestyle swimmer Gilligan himself. Yes, sports fans, you've never seen events like this before, but they're always in season on Gilligan's Island. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailing man, the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour, a three-hour tour. Started getting rough, the tiny ship was tossed. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the middle would be lost. The middle would be lost. The ship's aground on the shore of this uncharted desert isle with Gilligan, the skipper, too. The millionaire and his wife, the movie star, and the rest are They're here for a long, long time. They'll have to make the best of things. It's an uphill climb. The first mate and his skipper too. Just sit right back, and I will tell you a tale. A tale of a TV show. A show that I thought was on a lot longer than it was when it first aired. Long ago. Ooh, I just made that up. Damn. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to Sitcom All Ye Faithful, where today I watched from the first season of Gilligan's Island, 
Birds gotta fly. Fish gotta talk. What the hell does that have to do with Christmas? Absolutely nothing. But it is the one and only Christmas episode of Gilligan's Island. Original air date December 19th, 1964. 12 years before I was birthed by my mother. Um, to me, Gilligan's Island was a show that was just on every single day. And it took for, it felt like it would take forever to get through and then see the episodes like repeat. When you watch something syndicated, or not syndicated, syndicated reruns, uh, like the shows that were that way for me were Happy Days, even though I kind of remember watching Happy Days early on, like like the later seasons. Uh, same with Laverne and Shirley. Uh, but those lived on more in the reruns, like things like Brady Bunch. That's a show that I only watched in reruns every day. It would be on WLVI Channel 56 after school. Um. And it just felt like those sh- they, those shows had so many episodes and they were on for so long. Uh, and Gilligan's Island was one of those shows where you'd watch it forever and then all of it, you, it would kind of cycle through the episodes of the series and then it would start over. And Gilligan's Island was only on for three seasons, 64 to 67. Uh, but the thing that makes it a little bigger than what you think of as a regular show is that it had humongous, epi- like humongous season episode um, orders for, for the season. The first season had 36 episodes, 32 episodes for the second and 30 for the final episode. Uh, and so it had, it had almost 100 episodes, 98. Uh, and right, did I do the math right? 98. And that's almost five years worth of what you'd think of for another show. So... It had a lot, and you can you believe they got 98 episodes out of this um, kind of silly p- premise when you think about it. Stick a bunch of different people on an island and, um, you know, come up for reasons why they can't get off the island, and there's your, there's your comedy right there. Comedy ensues. Did they ever get off the island? Um, the last episode... I mean, at least the episode that aired, it doesn't show that it was ever... Maybe it probably got canceled without having an ending, which is why in the 70s, in the 1970s, there were three TV movies. I almost said four because Wikipedia has four movies listed, but one of them is called Surviving Gilligan's Island, which is uh, like a reality... Not a reality. It was a documentary where some of the actors reminisced and they had um, they had actors portraying them looking back. So I think it was more behind the scenes in the making of the show. Uh, it sounds like something that was on uh, Fox or Lifetime. No, no, no. The three television movies were Rescue from Gilligan's Island from 1978. It was actually a two-part, so a miniseries. Uh, they return. So they, they actually get rescued, right? But don't they go back, um, they all meet in Hawaii for a reunion, go for a cruise, and they end up stranded on the same island. Classic. Then there's the castaways of Gilligan's Island, which I don't remember this at all. The castaways are once again rescued from the island, but this time they return uh, voluntarily to build a resort on the island. Maybe I remember that. Maybe. Uh, 
a different Ginger. In fact, Ginger doesn't return for any of these. Judith Baldwin plays Ginger uh, in these two movies. And in the third movie, Constant Forslan plays Ginger. And who is, what is this third movie? Well, of course, it's the Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island. The Globetrotters crash on the island when a millionaire tries to take over the resort. Wait a minute. If there's a resort, why are they cr- why are they crash landing on this island? Um, but I remember the Globetrotters have to play robots in basketball. You just can't do that kind of thing. There's no show today, which maybe it's a good thing, but there's nothing today where you could say, okay, all right, we're gonna we're gonna um, have a movie about the characters. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And they're in the same location. Yes, yes, yes. But the um, the Harlem Globetrotters are gonna show up. So what would be the um, the like? Equal, like the something today. I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what it, I guess it would be the Harlem Globetrotters. You can still do them. Uh, some kind of YouTube person, maybe. And they have to um, play a game for the to 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 try to win the island from a bunch of robots. I mean, yes, that sounds as awesome as you think it sounds. Uh, but the Gilligan's Island is always the, the big joke was. You know, they can never get off the island. They have a professor there who could make a radio out of a coconut but can't fix a hole in a boat. Waka waka. That was like, that's the joke of some bad comedian that probably told that joke too many times and stole it from another person. So I mentioned Ginger. Uh, Tina Louise is the original Ginger. And Tina Louise is the only actor in the episode I watched today that is still alive. We only had uh, the main cast and uh, the radio announcer, who was an uncredited uh, Charles Maxwell, whoever that is. He is dead also. But everyone else in the, in the, you know, the Professor Anne, Marianne. I'm going to say it here because in the friggin' opening song, it's just, and the rest, which is just, like, there's two other people. You can't fit them in. Uh, but they're gone Obviously, Lovey and uh, Thurston Howell are gone, and uh, Gilligan and the Skipper, all gone, all no longer with us. I think Don Wells is the most recent to have passed in 2020. And this, so let's talk about this episode. The title kind of references something that happens in this. I think it's like something out of a poem. That's a line out of a poem. But the title references something that happens in this episode, sort of. It happens in a flashback. Because this episode takes place on Christmas Eve for about five minutes. It's Christmas Eve. They're decorating a bamboo tree. They're all kind of sitting around. And on the radio, uh, oh no, they start making Christmas wishes. Skipper wishes wishes for a steak. Uh, Ginger wishes for Cary Grant. And Gilligan wishes to be rescued. Then all of a sudden, on the radio, they hear a voice saying, uh, uh, a Navy ship has discovered a, a island with some castaways on it. We believe it's the, the people from the SS Minnow. They're going to be rescued really soon. They're like, hooray, you did it, Gilligan. You saved us. And so later on, we see uh, the skipper making a signal fire and Gilligan helping him. And Gilligan accidentally drops the binoculars in the fire they get really hot but they don't break he goes gosh you know you know i've made some mistakes but you know you've gotten used to me yes i have remember the first day we came and then we go back to a flashback 
And I thought, are they just re-airing the pilot? Are they just re-airing like the first episode? This isn't, you know, episode, season seven. This is season one. It's only been 12 weeks of a show. We're already doing a flashback episode. Not exactly. What they actually did was retool like clips from the unaired uh, pilot, which I think I've seen the unaired pilot because a lot of these things look really familiar. I mean, I've watched Gilligan's Island a ton, but I don't remember. I remember some episodes, but not this one uh, per se. But I, I had a feeling I knew how it was going to end. Um, but it's so they think about the, the flashback and it goes back to the first day they're on the boat. And I thought, there's no way they filmed all this for this episode. And they didn't. They used the unaired pilot. They said in some shots, you can actually see some of the actors who were in the pilot that were recast for the, for the actual show. Um, and it shows them, you know, uh, waking up, shows the skipper waking up on the minnow with Gilligan, shows the lovies being like, can you please call a, um, a, a, a limo for us and have our, um, our luggage, d- uh, please, uh, you know, delivered. Like, delivered where? And then he re- he tells him, we're 100 miles off course. This isn't even charted. Well, you should use better charting. There's no better charting than the U.S. Navy. What about my yacht club? Uh, Jim Backus, I, I'm not doing him a, a, um, a good service because the guy has just such a classic voice from being Mr. Howell to being Mr. Magoo to being the guy who plays pool with uh, Bobby Brady in the garage. A lot, a lot, a lot of great, a uh, lot of great moments for Jim Backus. Uh, so the whole episode is talks about the whole episode is just like nothing to do with Christmas now. Now we're just we cut back and forth. We're like, I can't wait to get back. I can't wait. I should have, you know, um, I'm gonna see my mom, and they give Gilligan kisses, and they're all excited. Uh, but then they go, yeah, that reminds me of this, and they go back again. To the first day when when what happens is uh, they're pretty much ready to be saved. The professor has the transmitter working. The transmitter works to the radio. Now they can just start calling out and hopefully someone hears the signal. Gillian goes fishing. He takes the fishing rod. It hooks onto the, the radio and the transmitter and it gets flung into the ocean. So he ruins them there. Uh, at one point, they're like, all right, let's go look around. Um, they go looking up a coconut tree. Of course, the coconuts fall on the skipper while Gilligan's up there looking. He's like, I found a boat and there's people. We're going to be saved. And they go, he goes, come on, follow me. He slides down the coconut tree, um, runs off with the skipper and they run into the minnow. It's the minnow. He, he basically saw his own boat with his own people. Oh, Gilligan, you stupid son of a bitch. Uh, so what else happens? Um, oh. So he's like, I, he, we see him go fishing again. And this time he's very successful, but he's getting dragged into the water by the fish. What does this have to do with Christmas? Nothing. He's getting dragged in the water by all these fish, but he keeps catching them. He catches like a thousand fish, so many fish. The howls are just sitting there watching him, laughing at him. But he catches this, these fish and all of a sudden one of the fish starts talking. <gasps> just like the title says, fish got to talk. Well, what happened was this. One of the fish swallowed the radio, and the radio kept working. Didn't matter that it was in, a, in salt water for hours. Didn't matter that a fish swallowed it. The radio was working. Uh, 
they're like, he's like, look, everybody, when you squeeze the fish, it changes the station. And he said, if the radio, if um, the uh, fish swallowed a radio, maybe another fish swallowed the transmitter. It's worth finding, worth looking. So they start grabbing fish and talking into the fish so that it can be heard through the radio because they got the radio out of the other fish. It's totally fine. Now they need to find a transmitter that works totally fine. So they start going through all the other fish, talking into them. The house are like, what is this? But then they start talking into the radio too. He's like, please put me through long distance. They just start talking, hopefully, hoping anybody will hear anything. And uh, then it fake, it, dis- it cuts away and they're sitting around the fire and Skipper goes, man, that's great. We found the transmitter too. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? There's no, huh, what? They didn't show the transmitter being found. They just showed them all talking into different fish and then cut away. And it's like, well, we got the transmitter too. What are the odds? So they're working on it, working on it. Then they got it to work. Meanwhile, Gilligan's like, can I help? Go get some firewood, Gilligan. So he goes, get some firewood. He brings his giant pile of firewood. He's holding it. He's like, I can't hold it. Just drop it. He drops it on the transmitter and breaks the transmitter. Gilligan, you stupid son of a bitch. Um... I don't remember anything else that happens in the flashback, except they all laugh about how, uh, you know, those were the days. Well, at least we're going to be rescued now, and they're decorating the tree, and they're all excited. And then they hear on the radio again. Um, and here's the update. The um, It looks like the boat was picked up. It was the Coast Guard who picked up the passengers. They're, they've been saved. They're like, what are you talking about? And these people were not... Actually, the SS Minnow, they were another group of, of uh, castaways who were lost for 11 years. And they're like, 11 years? Gilligan says, no. Maybe we'll be, maybe we'll be found 10 years? Nine? Eight? Seven? Oh, I don't know. <sighs> so then it cuts to nighttime and they're all sitting around the picnic table that somehow was built. And the skipper walks up totally dressed in a perfect Santa outfit. My first thought was, where the hell did he get a Santa outfit? Why would he have it? Is this one of those things where you just, it's the show and this show completely just plays with that so much that it, they just happened to have one or he just happened to find one or make one that was a beautiful Santa outfit. And he says, ho, ho, ho. Uh, you know, you have so much to be happy for. You could have been on a deserted island without, you could have been stranded at sea. You could have been um, on an island that didn't have any food. You could have be, you, you could be, you know, lost alone without people that you've learned to make friends and family with. They're like, you know what? That, you're right. That, you know what? He's making a good point. There is some things to be happy about. They all agreed with it. And then Santa went away. Well, Skipper went away, except was it the Skipper? Because not one second later, the actual Skipper came walking up, holding holding some firewood. And they're looking at him like, what? What the? What, 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 what are you looking at me for? They said, um, uh, Merry Christmas, Skipper. It's like, yeah, Merry Christmas. He shakes Gilligan's hand. And then all of a sudden you hear, cling, cling, cling. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And I guess it's supposed to be Santa and his elves talking from the sleigh. They don't show any sleigh. They, that's not in the budget. But they're, but Gilligan and Skipper look up like, oh my goodness, what is that? And really, it. so it turns out it's the real Santa. And get this, the real Santa is such an asshole that he sees them on this island and he leaves them there. He goes off with his elves. He does not send help. He does not say, well, uh, I, now I know where you are. Maybe tell someone. He does not even say, get in my sleigh. Some of you, let's go back. Let's get you back to your family. 
He could pick them up. He, he can go to every place in the world in a night. He can even stop at this island just to, just to give them a pep talk. But he can't say, get in my goddamn sleigh and let's get you home. Sorry. This, like, this is a Christmas episode because Santa shows up. But Santa is a prick. In Gilligan's Island, in, in the, the, the canon of Gilligan's Island, Santa is a villain. And I stand by those words. Uh, this episode was enjoyable because I just like seeing old television shows. I like seeing the, the idea of taking an old, um, an old uh, episode of something and weaving it in to another episode, like an unaired pilot. Uh, the Star Trek did the same thing. I also liked at one point Gilligan is rolling around with a fish and you can easily tell it's film. They just reverse it and and play it again. Like they like he rolls and then he rolls back and it's the perfect roll and then it stops and he rolls again with the fish just to like uh, ex- extend a shot of him rolling around with a shark who he caught and he was now wrestling with. Um, but the whole episode was... The whole actual episode, besides the flashback, was based on uh, Gilligan's Christmas wish they thought coming true, but it didn't. So Santa doesn't make wishes come true, and he doesn't save castaways. And that's that's today's episode, everybody. Oh my goodness gracious. I, um, I'm glad I did Gilligan's Island. Chris, if you're listening to this, said was texting the other day going, people actually think Gilligan's Island was a good show. And again, it's one of those things where, I, you know, this doesn't go down as a good show. Like, wow, what quality, what ga- like a what a game changer or a um, like it it broke. I, you know, like it was nothing groundbreaking, uh, but it's it's just silly, something you know, real gimmicky that just had a um, a place in my heart of being a kid seeing all the reruns. Now. I'm really surprised they never made a Gilligan's Island movie. I remember for years they were trying to make one. I think at one point Martin Short was going to be Gilligan, and he's too, he's too old now. Uh, but they never pulled the trigger on it, especially around the time when you got shows like um, like the uh, Beverly Hillbillies got their own movie. You got there were a couple like that. Like didn't didn't McHale's Navy wasn't that a, a freaking movie with um, with Tom Arnold? Am I? I think I'm. I think I'm correct. So they did a few of these where they took old sitcoms and they made movies out of them. Our Gang, they did it. Um, I, I, there might be more. I don't remember, but oh well, they did uh, Bewitched. That was years later, but still they did that, uh, and they never did it with Gilligan's Island, which you'd you'd think is just kind of perfect for it and you 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 would have loved to see who they cast as these iconic characters the show may not be great but it is but they still have iconic kind of character character types something about it it was just like the cast was perfect uh you know the way they constructed it with the different people um so i will give it credit for that little buddy and uh, that's it. That is it, my friend. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much for sticking with the show and subscribing and all the, the Instagram and Twitter likes. I appreciate that. Uh, you can find me in both places 
by using the username Geek Mentality, which, if you didn't know, is the name of this podcast. Even though this special is called Sudkamal Ye Faithful, this uh, movie month, Marchy McFly, Joggist, um, what else do we do? What else do we do? There's, there's other things we've done. Uh, that, that They all live here at Geek Mentality. And sometimes it's just episodes of Geek Mentality. They're very rare, but it happens. And I'm always looking to do little uh, mini projects that, you know, are 10 or 15 episodes, maybe once a year, or just, you know, like my Superman, Batman rewatch. I haven't finished those. I haven't done those in a while, but I need to get back to those. Uh, and everything, every single one of those episodes, hundreds of episodes can be found here at Geek Mentality. So until tomorrow, my friends, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Um, the website you can find us is fansnotexperts.com slash sitcom. It's Thursday. We're almost, we're, we're getting closer to Christmas. Can you believe it? And uh, yeah, with that said, there's really nothing else for me to, uh, to say to you except here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe Cause I'm kinda funny and awesome I think that I'm worth your time And I'm kinda handsome My mom says Please listen and Please subscribe At least listen to this episode That's not experts Here on Gilligan's Live